This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Perfect time to let all the listeners know you gotta head back into the PNS archives. Start from episode one. Trust me, you don't wanna miss out on Biscuit declaring he needs a cum dump or why he's shitting a birdcage. And you definitely gotta hear what Petey did to that poor refrigerator or how his asshole ended up in an overly friendly neighbor's quote unquote coffee table book. You got over 450 hours of compromising and concerning confessions. Three, two, one. Pete and Sebastian show. We're back. What's up, bro? Feel how you feeling, man? This is uh, I don't know, been a little time away. Uh, we've been a week away. I was in North Carolina visiting the family. Let me just start hot off the press what I was dealing with prior to hopping on the cast today. All right. Uh, I replaced a barbecue uh, in my backyard. The barbecue that was uh, there was probably 22 years old. It was came with the house. It was all rusted. I had the guy come out, replace it. And this might sound a little strange, but I wanted a tutorial on how to work the barbecue. Oh fuck! This is just this is par for the course. We're going no video. Just no just video. so you know, we're we're gonna have just audio All right, this well. week. The the camera went off, and I ain't gonna fuck around with it. <laughs> <laughs> we talked. <laughs> listen, we. Talk, we talked about this earlier in the week, or earlier today, yeah. that, listen, love our producers, but we're running this show. Basically, I'm AV, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, we're doing it all. There's nobody in the room but us, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. And I mean, you know, I, at this point with things going on, you want to be able to bop in, put the headphones on. And do a countdown and boom, roll right into it. I mean, I'm on the phone with you before. You walk in the house looking for outlet plug bubble. I don't even know what you were looking for. Yeah, like, yeah I'm looking for And, and the, the camera just went off. And, uh, it's and a what shame, am I going to do? Your tan looks fantastic, bro. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> it's early in the week, guy. If you got, if you got time to get settled in, I mean, I mean I just George Hamilton the t- would kill to look like you right now. What's up? I just picked up the tan outside. For the barbecue tutorial. Oh. I was out there for an hour and a half. <laughs> now, listen. now is, listen. This not, is this how to build a barbecue or is this how to barbecue? Okay. I have a pellet grill okay. out there right now. A Traeger pellet grill that yeah. has wood pellets it uses and whatnot. I have a pizza oven that I sometimes use. Generally speaking, how I prepare my steaks is 275 in the oven for about 45 to 50 minutes. Let it rest for 15 and then sear it uh, two minutes each side. So I wanted to start learning how to cook more on an open flame. All right? Okay. Yeah. So this particular barbecue they, 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 they brought over, 
I'm not really familiar with. And in the past, when I've barbecued burgers, the fat drips onto the charcoal, charcoal gets ignited, and you got flames three, four feet high, right? Right, right, yeah. So I just wanted the guys to come over, show me how to load the the the, the charcoal in the in the grill. That might sound like an easy thing for people out there. However, the way this barbecue is situated in the bar area, I needed some help. Just how do you load it in? What do you do? Just some general questions I had with the barbecue. Okay. These guys are so nice. Yeah. They brought over fish and meat to cook on the damn thing. Now, wow. I, I said tutorial. I didn't say cookout. Right. <laughs> Listen, how are you going to know? It's like trying to... Trying to show you what a car can do sitting uh, in the driveway and park. They're like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. We'll bring over some poultry. We'll bring over some fish. Let's let's rock and roll. Yeah. That's, you got to love America, it. too, man. We just fucking, we're cooking meat just to check to see how the grill works. <laughs> not, not even to eat it. Not even to eat it, guy. It's starving in half the world. Works good. Toss the meat. Turn it off. Give it a clean. <laughs> 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 And fucking and cooking a ribeye at ten o'clock in the morning, just to just to take the grill for a spin. Not even not even for food for anybody. Oh, you gotta love it. Oh, oh God, and people man. got a problem with this. I mean, this, this is the best part. Where else they doing? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But but my neighbor must have been, was going. Is he cooking ribeye at ten o'clock in the morning? Oh, and then the neighbor's like, and he's cooking it better than he ever has. <laughs> <laughs> now, were there any things that they did that you were, that were glaringly different than what you were doing? Where you're like, oh, shit, that would make such a difference. Now, this might sound simple, yeah. but I told him my problem. I said, anytime I'm cooking large quantities of meat over an open flame... I gotta call the fire firehouse over here because the I think the house is gonna go up, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, you gotta be careful. So, so so I said, how do you manipulate the meat on the grill so you don't get that? So he goes, You're you're filling up the 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 barbecue with too much charcoal. He goes, What you do is you give yourself some room on the grill. To have a cool down spot where you, if it gets a little flared up, you bring it back over here where there's not so much charcoal. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that, that sounds like, yeah, I should have put two and two together. But what do I know? I've been cooking like this for the, the, my whole life. This guy's yeah. telling me how to move the charcoal around underneath so right. you don't get these really hot spots. No, that's fascinating. When I go when I go with charcoal, I usually, you know, I just try to do a big mound in the middle and everything's hot. And if you want it to cool, I do a top rack. But see now I'm learning too. Little little area to the left just to let things sizzle a little bit. Yeah, it's don't, a delicate don't, don't, dance with charcoal. Yeah, the delicate dance. dance. And then I asked them, you know, the problem I get sometimes is the grill gets too hot. And it starts flaming up, and it chars the hell out of the meat. So you get almost like a black char. And then when you cut it open, 
It's bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> as so, soon as you see that black jaw, right? Any married man goes, wife's going to have a fucking problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Kids ain't, kids ain't going to go near that. This is like dead on delivery, right? <laughs> no matter how delicious you tell them it is on the inside, they're like, hey, guy, 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 it is jawed, beat it. <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, you you come in from the outside with that, and it's like uh, you, you might as go right to the garbage. <laughs> it's burnt! Oh, who said it uh, first? You right? Oh, yeah. God. You ever try to cut the burnt part out? Like you ever try to just like chisel it off? <laughs> You haven't tried it when you're bringing it in on the dish. Turn it so the bird pots are, un- are noticeable on the, on the first delivery. It's all golden. Doesn't tell you until your wife does a turn. She's like, oh, oh, my. Oh, these are all bird. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway. Oh, God. So I'm looking at what. The, and they're like, listen, it's going to take about 15 to 20 minutes for this thing to get hot. And then, you know, it's the first cook. So. You know, it's it's gonna. I go hey, first cook. Jesus, I got a podcast at eleven o'clock. This guy's seasoning the meat. <laughs> That's always the problem with charcoal. You ever go to use it? You think it's done? Then when you're done cooking, you go back over to it and you look at it, you go, "Oh, now it's really ready." <laughs> I didn't know they get that hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was coming over to throw it out, and now and now they're beautiful orange coals. I I think this is what I go to Jack. I go. I think this is now when I was supposed to throw the meat on, not, not throw the coals out. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, now, now are you sitting there going, oh, now we gotta oh. do a, a forty minute chit chat while the coals are here? <laughs> 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 So I'm like I'm like tethered to these guys because like they came over and I feel bad because they brought like food with them. They got seasoning. They got me a tool set, you know, with a cleaner, a oh, spatula, yeah. the whole thing. And yeah. now I'm 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 basically having a barbecue with two guys I don't even know. Right? Yeah, yeah. Once they slap that meat on, you can't do the old. No, nah, all right, I got it, guys. Do it for <laughs> Once the meat hits the grill, you're like, there's another half hour. So then, uh, it, you know, we're, you know, we're talking, we're chit-chatting during the whole thing. And then uh, during the chit-chat, the, the guy that owns the place, again, great guy, he's going to be yeah. on my, my, uh, my show, Well Done. That's how I met this guy. We went to his barbecue place, and he gave me an education on uh, what type of barbecue to get. And then subsequently just kept in touch. I said, hey, man, I need a barbecue. He's like, yeah, all right, you know, this is the one that would work for that. So he brought it over, and he brought the guy. He brought a guy that that cooks. So, like, he he owns the joint, and then he brought a guy with him. That like Beautiful. knows the ins and outs, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh fuck, I can't, I can't leave so these right. guys. Yeah. So, so during the, he goes, all right, you want to, you know, there's different ways to cook meat. I like to keep the meat moving, you know, flip it from side to side to side, and 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 some people want it to sit, whatever. 
He goes, after this, you know, you're going to have to let the meat rest for time. Oh, God, oh. there's another. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we cut it in half and let your piece rest while you drive home in the car with you? <laughs> Mine will rest here. Then when you get home, yours will be well rested. <laughs> I mean, he's a nice guy, but I mean, you know, this no, is a no, commitment, man. This is a commitment. Yeah. When he told me to let it rest, I was going to call a couple buddies over and go, you want to come by? We're having a barbecue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why, why, let the coal, why let the coals go to waste? Oh, oh, man. Oh. So, so, uh, man. so we let it rest. We cut, we cut into it. Now we got to eat it. Now we're fucking eating the steak. Lana comes oh. out. I'm like, oh, oh God, man. I got to. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. Oh now, do you think there was, would it have, were you in a position? Do you think we could have com comfortably said before the meat hit the grill, guys? Oh man, I totally appreciate that, but I mean, I'm pressed for time, and I mean, I, I just need you to show me how to twist and turn the knobs here a bit. They knew I was pressed for time. My assistant came out to greet him, says, you know, Sebastian got about a half hour for this. But they came in with, like, they came in guns blazing with salmon and meat and whatnot, right? So, so, you know, even though I was pressed for time, I think they thought they were going to stay here for three hours. So to condense that down into a half an hour, it's, oh, okay. you you, you got to really speed it up. But, I got you, I and got it, you. And then the way he said it, he, when I came out there, he goes, I just talked to your assistant, and he, she said that you were pressed for time. Um, you know, we, 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 we marinated a salmon, and this. I felt like he was telling me, you, come, you, you had me come all the way out here, and then you tell me when I get here with, with, a, with a refrigerator full of meat that... That you're pressed for time, right? <laughs> but I thought he was literally going to show me how to look. Right, right. But, <laughs> but you know, man, I got to say, though, everyone knows, especially adults in the business world, and he knows this too, press for time is really a way of saying, I might have the time, but let's pretend I don't, and let's see if you <laughs> make me want to stick around longer and I, <laughs> and I think he knew that and he's like he was presenting I know you press for time in quotes but once he hits you with marinated you're like alright time is loosening up time is loosening yep. right, right? Uh, you, are you marinated salmon I give you another 10 minutes for that right right you earned it you know I'm, 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 you could just, but you gotta defend your time going into something like that you can't you can't have anyone show up and just be like, he's available all day. Even if you're available all day, you're never available all day. You know what I, I'm I told, totally get where you're coming from. But this guy was throwing me with so many loops that I had, like, he did the marinated salmon. Okay, that's, it. that's another 10 minutes. Then he right. goes, I brought you a little tool set. Eh, it's uh, another right. 10 minutes, right? In a good and way. In a good way, right? Like, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You bring me a tool set, baby? Yeah, you just got another 15 minutes of my time. That's it. What kind That's of tool it. set, bro? How to use, how to cook, or how to Tool clean? set. No, no the, the scraper, the spatula, the thumb, you know, like that, that barbecue yeah. tool set you, you get. Yeah. And and then uh, and on top of that, three different flavored seasoning, garlic, spicy. Oh, wow. like, it's another That's 10 minutes. Easily, <laughs> easily. Right, so we're now we're at an hour now, right? Right. This right. thing went from a half an hour 
<laughs> to an hour. Yeah. This guy is beautiful. Though. What a classy guy. Hey, I know you've been doing some between him and then the show. You've learned a lot about grilling. Is there anything to be said for my brother got me this New York Yankees symbol and the idea, I think, is that I can sear it onto my steak. Have you ever learned anything about, like, if you have a symbol, like if you have an M for Maniscalco, can you hit each steak with that? So when it hits their plate, yeah, what's <laughs> this has been discussed. Yeah. So uh, during the episode, the, the, the meat episode, I was uh, talking to a guy who was a master behind the barbecue. Right. Uh huh. The sear lines you get on a steak, you know that those lines. Yeah. Eighties. Right. Eighties. It's like, yeah, it's like bell bottoms in the seventies. <laughs> it's like. It's, a, it's outdated, bro. Bro, it's a, it's passe. It's now, now you. Now you took it up a notch with the with the specialized emblem. That's way trick. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm so I see those sea lines and I'm like, oh, we're in a high class joke. Oh no! You see those sea lines, you get the hell out of there. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> See, that's why this is this show is so much more than entertainment, man. Oh, yeah. you know, okay, it's, a lifestyle. It's, life. it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, searing the steak is like bell bottoms. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, so here's my here's my. I, I threw this out there, Adam. I go, you guys, you guys want a beer? I figure. We're out there barbecuing. It's yeah. 90 degrees today. We're sweating. Yeah. Yeah. And I had beer right there in the refrigerator. I go, you want a beer? You go, nah, nah, we want beer. I give him some water. Now, here's the kicker. It got to the point where, you know, it's it's right on the 11 o'clock. I got to be up here and start setting up. I gave him. Italian sausage and a ribeye from my own stash to go. Oh. Oh. Wow! 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 Like 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 cooked, uncooked. Like they cooked it on uncooked, your grill. Uncooked, uncooked. You take that home. You try it out on your grill. Tell me how it is. Okay. Now, my meat, I right. get. Yeah. Now this guy, this guy sells his own meat. He gets his meat from a you know distributor. And I asked him where he got his meat from. Never heard of the, the company. Doesn't mean it's bad or good. But I've done a lot of research on meat throughout the California area. And I get my meat from Flannery Farms. Okay? Uh-huh. In the c- central central uh, California, it's some of the best meat that I've ever tasted. Uh, okay. No. Uh, no. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I give this guy... <laughs> I give this guy... <clears throat> a 28 28 ounce ribeye and six sausage links and i said you know that's that's yeah because he brought the meat and it's out of time no, gave I love me a deal. me for me man me for me me for me me for me i just like if you do something nice for me you know what i'm gonna reciprocate right there in the moment boom right there in the moment the guy was stunned no. never you know he never left the house with meat before <laughs> <laughs> <It's true. laughs> that's a good point 
hear his wife say, see him walking up the drive, and you have meat in your hand? That hurt him coming home. You're always giving it away, Bill. <laughs> wow, that's nice, man. And, the, and I'm sure you gave him the little speech about the farm and how you do research on the meat. And that, you know, this ain't from Ralph's guy, right? No, 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 no. Because <clears throat> he sells his own meat. So I didn't yeah. want to upstage his meat, right? Because right, right. he thinks his meat is the best, of which course. he should, yeah. right? So I'm not going to come out there and hype my meat. What I do with anything is I don't do any hype. Yeah. He's going to go home and cook it, and he's going to slice into it. He's going to eat it, and he's going to go, it's better than my meat. Like, he's got no expectations on the meat right now, right? right? Yeah, but it no. Well, he has a little because you say you're not going to hype it, but the fact that you're giving a guy who makes his own meat meat, aren't you indirectly already telling him? There's a reason I'm giving this to you. <clears throat> you know, like, I, I mean, maybe yeah, if you say, if you if you say, like, okay, well, I, trust me, if you ever wonder what's out there compared to yours, I, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is the crap I've been eating until I met you, bro. You know, or something like that. But you're going, hey, try this. If somebody had a, uh, came to your house for a dinner party and handed you... Uh, and like the wife's like, go ahead while you have your chance. And he goes, no, this is a friend of mine who does stand stand up, or, or he hands you a, another comedian stand up album or something. Um, you know, it's a little weird. No, it's different here. I understand where you're you're going with this. You can't really go tit for tat because it's two two different things. I'm not telling them. My it's a, more of a thank you for me. For him coming over and cooking the meat and whatnot, it's more of a thank you. It's not more of it's not. I'm not going. If you think this is good, try that. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, I hear you. And listen, it's like a winemaker. He likes other wines. A meat guy likes other yeah, meats. Yeah. It's some yeah, meat. Yeah. Try it. Thank you for what you did. Meat for meat. Bro. Yeah. I'm over examining meat, meat. Yeah, meat for meat. Uh, but I think he might really uh, enjoy what what I gave him. As long as we're on the meat. Yeah. Uh, topic. And again, I I, I don't want to I don't want to pat my own back, but if I ain't doing it, nobody is. Okay. <laughs> That's so far from the truth, bro. <laughs> you got a zillion fans. <laughs> no, but no, 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 no. I know. No, no. I'm talking everyday life. You ever walk around? You ever walk around and go to yourself? Nobody notices this. Like, like. Like you ever get like you ever do wow. something and you go nobody saying nothing like <laughs> you, you got an example. Well, you got more an, of a home you, example. More of a home example. Like just yesterday, uh, we're watching TV, Jackie and I, late at night, and she goes, "Can you get up and get me a piece of gum?" And it was right when something cool was happening oh. in the show, and I go <laughs> yeah. and I get up and as I slowly get up, I go, "That's okay, Pete. Forget it. That's okay, Pete. Forget it. That's okay, Pete. Forget it." I get all the way up and I go, "Oh my God, you're not saying that!" And I go in and I get the gum, and as I'm getting the gum, I'm like, "What a bit! What a fucking bit to get that for free on your couch!" She, you know. I mean, I'm sorry. That's like Mick Jagger just turning to his wife and starting to sing Long Black Veil as he's going to get her a Snickers from the kitchen, you know? I mean, it's just fucking getting... And Jay. 
So in that sense, but in a public oh. environment, I can't think of one recently. But why you got something in front of a lot of people that went down or like? Uh... Well, I, I just you know, I tend to if I see something that's like above and beyond my expectations that somebody does, and I go, "Oh, this is clap," you know, yeah. I give it to you yeah. right there. All right now. <sighs> We went to North Carolina to visit Lana's family up in the mountains. Yeah. I I brought my own meat. <laughs> right? Wow. <laughs> in a in a cooler, frozen. Right? Like I ordered it from the butcher. He it was shipped to me frozen. I put it in my freezer, repacked it back in the, the the thing that they sent me with ice packs, put it on the plane, right. and brought it to North Carolina. <laughs> now, your meal's got more miles than me this past year. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, like, I'm like, on the plane, I'm going... I brought my own meat. Not so, I mean, that's like so cool. Like, like, that's so cool, man. That's like, I'm, you know how we talk about Sinatra fifty years from now. I'd like to think there's going to be a cast out there where they say, "And Sebastian used to fly with his own meat, man." I mean, come on. My intention was I wanted to cook for Lana's family, right. so instead of like trying to locate a good meat place out there and putting a burden on my in-laws right, right? right i came with i came with my own shit so, I mean, unheard of i'm sorry it's unheard of it is unheard of but i mean you know i mean basically though you think this the meat you're flying with has been shipped twice now in a cooler semi Forward a little and then not. I mean, that's still better than the best cut you could get at the bottom of the hill in NC. I mean, this this this, this shit could spoil. It'll be the best cut that, that anybody <laughs> ever had. Now, is your meat before you go any further? I gotta ask. Um, is this the whole grass-fed sort of a thing where these animals are only? Eating I don't know. Them? No, I don't like grass-fed. This is not grass-fed. I'm not a grass-fed yeah. guy. Why I don't not? actually like the taste. I don't like the taste. Well, why, it's, got why, like a, it's got it's got a weird taste to it. I, I don't. I'm not into the grass-fed. Really? You could tell yeah, yeah. if you had a piece that was grass fed and a piece that wasn't, would you be able to like that's grass fed? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I eat meat. I eat meat probably too much than I should. I I know good meat, and and I, I, I it's just not my preference to grass fed. So yeah. I bring this now. Now on top of that, I gotta I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you this. <laughs> we 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 flew private. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I would have said, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I figured. Okay. I, I, now, I know you enough, and the listeners know you enough to know you're not going through fucking LAX with a cooler full of meat. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I, would I, would, I would do. I would do that. However, I, I need to tell you this because the uh, charter company that I am doing business with gave me some of my favorite food for the flight as a like a thank you for doing business right yeah wow my my buddy dom 
as a as a you know cheese and meats and caviar and whatnot. So they went to Dom. They got what I like from Dom. They got a cheese board with the pat stuffed peppers, the prosciutto, cheese, caviar, nice tin of caviar with the bellini, nice. the whole thing, the whole thing they got. Yeah. And they put it on the put it on the plane. But I saw that, I go, we're not gonna have like a cheese board on the plane or caviar on the plane. I got kids and shit. Like you know, like we and we brought our own food on the plane anyway. So I said, save it. So when we have people over, we'll have a cheese board, caviar. Right, right. Save it for back at the house or save it? Save it. No, when we get to to North Carolina. So when we have our meat party, I got shit that I could eat. Yeah, right. we're, we're turning the whole meal up a notch if we save this to, to, as appetizer stuff. Yeah, he yeah. brought his own caviar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta see if this is on. It's, the, I'm sorry, the video's not working. Um, yeah. So here, here's another one. So one of my father-in-law's friends was gracious enough to lend us his house for the week up there. Very nice to do. Yeah. I mean, very nice. So, Lana's got a big family. I'm not going to have, and my, my father-in-law even said this, you can't, like, entertain 12 people at someone's house. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 for us. It'd be like, it'd be like, uh, I'm I'm renting not renting. Give my house to a, a, a stranger, and they invite twelve other strangers over. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course not. Yeah, okay. So, my in laws says we'll have it at my house, right? Mm-hmm. So I brought the meat and the caviar and the cheese plate. All over to my in-laws. <laughs> that me could talk. It's like we're traveling again. <laughs> Just cook me already, man. Now, this is what I don't like about traveling and cooking in other people's houses. I'm accustomed to having the proper tray, knife, whatever it might be, right. stove. I know my stove. Right. We all know our stove, how hot it gets. Where you all know when you put on the the stove top, this might be a, and that one it goes up on three. You 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 know that shit, right? It's like playing playing with somebody else's golf clubs, right, man? This is like, wow, you really are a high end chef here, man. Because I I get the looking. I hate the looking when you rent a house and you're like, wait wait wait, where's the garbage can? Where's the different? You know, you spend more time looking, but the you know, I mean, come on. The stove, like a, 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 a an away field stove, once you get it oh, oh. lit, isn't that, you know? Nah, nah, I'm sorry. I need mm-hmm. my own. Yeah. It's not that I need my own. It's just nice to have your own. I could operate on somebody else's. You know, I could, I could play away, you know? I mean, I don't always need to be playing right. home field advantage. You got a stadium, <laughs> I'll come in there and I'll play away. But uh, as now, far what, as... Oh, what what <laughs> about... Yeah, go ahead. As far as what... I don't have control of the kitchen when I'm away. So if I'm at home, I feel if I'm cooking, 
no one like it's like don't go in there yeah he's just doing his thing if i'm playing on somebody else's field i feel like the kitchen is too too many people in the kitchen yeah and my and my brother-in-law is one of these where uh he comes in the kitchen and he like looks at you cook it's just a stare like he's staring at it like okay okay take a walk around the block or something because don't just look don't just look at me do it right just you know he don't he don't even know like you ever have somebody they're doing something and it's just just what they normally would do so he's looking at me cook but my question to you <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, yeah. just because you are who you are, I am who I am, and we think in an alternate universe sometimes, where somebody that's just looking at you cook might think that's just, right, I'm just watching them cook. But in my head, I'm, I got like a whole other deal going on in my head, Absolutely. Like, right? Absolutely. I, 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 I feel... The only way when a man is barbecuing, you can come up to me and not make me feel like you're there to check out what I'm doing is when you come up and you do that right away, put one arm on my shoulder and go, what's up, bro? Good to see you. Can't wait to munch. How you been? That kind of thing. Barely even look at the grill, chat with me. But the anyone else coming over, what? The uh, what do we got going? How soon? How's it look? Mm. How's it looking? That's that's <laughs> that's like I'm a lion and you just came into my piss circle. You know what I mean? I'm I'm like what you know? And you and you know you did and you know you did, man. Yeah, you come in there. <laughs> oh, that passive aggressive. You, you, you there's a certain way you approach a man. Cooking, cooking meat, gang. <laughs> I've had this, ha I've, and it's it, it's my own thing too because I can't do two things at once. Right. Like I can't cook and have a conversation yeah. be, be, because because it it will take me away. Oh, I got the asparagus is burning, right? <laughs> I I need to be like focus it's like reading to me cooking yeah i can't yeah. i don't know about you i cannot be listening to music and read at the same time oh no Can, no yeah you know what it's like i mean i like the company when i barbecue but everything you're saying happens to me I, like because i do lose concentration it's like when you're driving and you're and you're lost and the passenger's talking to you you're like, guy, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't, I can't right now. Fuck it. I don't know where I am right now. I missed the left, you know? So <laughs> that's exactly how I feel when you're barbecuing, man. Oh, my God, and, man. And what you do, you ever doing this where you got the tongs on the meat and you hit a guy next to you go, you know what I like to do? Oh, he's giving me his techniques now. Here we go. The only reason you should say that, if Wolfgang Puck said, you know what I like to do? I'm going, bro, show me. Yeah, I'm handing him the tongs. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Look, for lack of a better way to explain it, when you're at another man's barbecue, act like a woman. Stay away from the fucking girl. <laughs> <laughs> Just sip your drink and wait till the meat comes to you, all right? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> so 
he's he's he don't he's not saying nothing. So it's taking me out of my game because oh. it's like normally they say that he ain't saying nothing. He's just looking. Oh, I'm like, Jesus, yeah. fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a season of meat. <sighs> These things are thick, thick pieces of meat. And again, I don't know the stove, right? So I don't know if their 275 is hotter or, or, or colder than my 275. Right, right. And it was one of those meals where my mother-in-law was cooking too. She was cooking. And then my father-in-law's outside. He's cooking his meat. He had his meat going. He had corn going. There was like three cooks in the kitchen. Wait, 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 wait. Was this a cook-off of some, like a fun family cook-off or like... No, no, no. It's just like, you got the you got the asparagus and potatoes? Yeah. I got the meat. Yeah. You got the corn? You know, like, there was oh, like oh a, you were the only meat guy, though. Well, he had a piece of meat that he was sous vide in water. It's another way to cook meat. So we want to talk about a nice, nice cut of meat. Sous vide it in a bag of water, and you could get it to the exact temperature that you want it at. So you get the water up at uh, uh, like 135, 135 degrees. That's normally medium rare. Uh You just let it sit in the water. It could stay in there for two, three hours at the same temperature, right? Yeah. Why? The water water doesn't get cooled down? No, no. It's it's got a thermometer that that keeps the, the temperature at 135. It's like a pool. Oh. It's like put, putting it in a pool. You, you got like a thermometer. It's in a bath. It's like a, it's a wow. bath. Wow. I've never <laughs> heard of that, man. And, yeah. and it's so, done? And then it's done? Or then you put it on the grill? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's done. It's a one, Yeah, it's it's done. Or right. then you could like take it out of the bag and give it a nice sear if you want. Right. But there's a lot going on in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Too much. I take, I take, the, I take the meat out. The meat ain't done. But I told my mother-in-law, my my father-in-law, when they when they asked me how long on the meat, normally I'm just going normally the way I do it, fifteen minutes. I said I took it out; it ain't done yet. Oh man! And they're done. Huh. So now what? I, I can't pop it back in, right? So I'm I'm cutting this thing, and this thing's bleeding. <laughs> Oh no, man! Why didn't you throw it right back in? I mean, that's such. It's a it's a slow. At two seventy five, it's a, you need another twenty five minutes oh in there. Oh my we, god! And then I, then I gotta let it rest for fifteen. Oh my! And, and then I, yeah, so so I gotta. I felt like I was on Top Chef, where I had to like, okay, let's yeah. switch gears. So I start cutting this thing, and I got the sca- the the skillet uh, burning hot. So what you're normally supposed to do is take the whole ribeye and put it on there. I'm taking individual pieces and putting that and searing the pieces so they cook faster than the whole damn thing. Right. It's a beautiful adjustment. It's not it like really how is. I like to do it. It, it, it but, almost sounds like it might be more delicious this way, to be honest with you, bro. Uh, <laughs> no, um, it's not. It's hell of not, an adjustment. Hell of an adjustment. It, it, it was an adjustment. Yeah. And, you know, we're dealing with Lana's family here where, you know, they they – they're like the experts on temperature when it comes to meat. Yeah. Like my mother, my mother-in-law will go out and she'll go, "Could I have mine medium rare plus plus?" And I'm like, "Ease oh. plus plus." What, what did you just did you just add a couple of <laughs> addition signs to the? To, 
<laughs> I don't even know what that means. And the fact that you flew with your own meat, bro, this is like bringing your own bat and striking out, you know? You could have oh, yeah. one of their bats. That's it. You're just sitting there searing each steak. Going, I could have bought this <laughs> at the fucking shop right down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> no, hell of an adjustment, oh, though. But, I mean, how do you do a plus-plus when you're doing an individual C? Do you even know what that would be? <laughs> no. I mean, listen, no one really no one really put in an order of how they wanted it cooked. I feel like if you're... Listen, if you're cooking for more than four people, you eat the steak however the shit comes out, right? Yeah. And I feel, I feel media... Like, listen, how do you like your steak? Medium rare. Okay. If you're at a guy's house and he's cooking for 12, do you expect the the steak to be medium rare? I don't even expect them to ask me how I like my steak. I figure yeah. I'm, I'm going to get it how he likes his steak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to eat. And you're going to you're going to you're going to eat it. Of course. And you're and you're not going to say I normally like mine medium rare. Right. No. Unless unless you're giving a compliment. Unless, let's say you came out well done, right? And and then in your head you're like, yeah, I can't stand well done. Right. But right. then you eat it and you go, holy, this is unbelievable. Then I feel you could go, you know what, Tom? Normally, I like mine medium rare, but after I had yours well done, I'm gonna start getting it well done now. Yeah, that's a big compliment. You're telling the guy he just made you change the way you take your meat. That's huge. <laughs> that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so I I feel I feel like you can't you can't say anything to anyone unless it's a compliment. Of course not. When you're eating at their house, yeah. But I mean, you're with family. You know, I feel like I've been I've had family on the road where I've nailed it, and I've had times where I barbecue and I didn't nail it. And you know, they. Actually, no, they're pretty polite about when I don't nail it, but my wife is always like, yeah, you fucked it up. The worst yeah. is, yeah, when you got but, it. But, but, but if, if you fuck it up, this is what I do. I know I fucked it up. I told them, like, this is, this is not normally how it's not normally done this way. Yeah. I feel if you own up to your own screw-up, the meal is a little bit more digestible. It is, but you know, there's like there's a as we get older, our meals mean they're like a highlight of our enjoyment as we get older more and more. You know, we really appreciate it. So, this if there's a man in your company that could cook better than you, there's a part of him going, hey, I would have had a beautiful meal tonight if I just cooked that shit myself. But you know, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's... I mean, you listen, you you want me to put a silver bowl around the guy? You ruined the meal. It sounds like. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't do as good as I, for bringing for bringing my own meat. I I should have done much better than I did. You put a lot. But, of, you put a lot of pressure on yourself. Yeah, but I got to tell you, it, cooking on an away field yeah. with an audience. I'm sorry, it it, it screwed me up a little bit. It screwed me up a little. No, bit. I, I I barbecued just yesterday, two days ago. Okay. Uh, and and I uh, I had an embarrassing situation. My sister, her husband for years, you know, been married forever, known the guy forever, great guy, and my mom were all visiting. <clears throat> I decided to go with beer can chicken. You know what that is? 
You take the oh, chicken, yeah. right? So I had two of those going on the gas grill where I needed a steady medium. And then I was going to do one steak. So I got the charcoal grill going on the driveway for that, right? Uh, got a little overwhelmed. Brother-in-law's, <laughs> brother, brother-in-law was hanging out. And I made him help to the point where, you know, when you're done barbecuing, you got, you, you know, you're greasy. You can feel it, you know? He, yeah. he felt that too. Like, that's how much he <laughs> I mean, he was full bore. Not only full bore in, but after helping me, like, he took over the steak. I was doing the chicken. And if it wasn't for him, uh, I had the chicken on direct heat. They would have, forget it, man. He explained to me, I got to move them. But then when the chicken finished, and I was, now I came over to look at the steak. I had to, how demasculating is this? I had to ask him to go in and carve the chickens. He carved, <laughs> he carved my meat. He carved my meat. <laughs> now, again, I've known this guy for over 30 years. He's been my brother-in-law, you know? And I feel like, or at least 25, right? 30. And he's like, of course, no problem, Petey. I got it. But do you think there's even a part of him, as he's doing it, first night there, too, he's like, I just drive your mother and sister six and a half hours here, and now I'm carving your chickens. I'm carving your chickens. Holy shit, am I going to tuck you into bed tonight, too, Pete? <laughs> he's definitely saying that. And I give you another one. I, I give you another one, what he's doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This, poor, this poor guy came all the way out there, just like you said, car full of your family. And he's out there helping you out, comes in, and then he pulls one of these. He even smells like the barbecue. He's got a burner shirt. Yeah. yeah. He's got a burner shirt. Right. A shirt that he thought he was just gonna be sipping <laughs> some some red red wine a good fifty feet away from the grill, enjoying the night, right? Yeah. Listen, uh, is it I'm sorry? If I don't have the proper clothing on the barbecue, yeah. I don't go near the barbecue. Yeah. I mean, one, you go over there for a hello, and you come away smelling <laughs> like bratwurst. No, man. I don't talk to the cook till he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel I, I've done this. I've barbecued, put out the barbecue, ran, took a shower, and got another clothes to enjoy the meal. <laughs> Takes a cake, man. Oh my god, bro, that is class. Can you imagine? That should be in a movie. They did the damn barbecues with the, with the sun, and the sun goes to sea. Goes, what are you doing? You go, you take a shower, you stick like the fucking thing, come down, eat like gentlemen. It's got to sit for ten. The, even the steak is telling you to shower because it's got to rest for ten minutes. Oh yeah, no, oh, bro, this is this is what you got to do. I mean, I you, you got to well, you got to change out of the charcoal clothing to to enjoy the yeah. to enjoy it. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know when they call this stuff hamburger helper. It does just fine by itself, huh? The Pete and Sebastian Show. You're the gourmet around here, Ed. Now, in my defense, the next day I took him to the club. I hang out, uh, beautiful lunch under the veranda, drinks all day. And then that night out to dinner, did the old credit card as we sat down, paid for that too. So, you know, it's a little. I hope he was laying in bed the second night on a real mattress, by the way, in my home. <laughs> if I don't have enough real mat, My sister called me and said, should I bring an air mattress? I'm like, are you visiting me or are you going to your old sorority? What the fuck are you bringing in <laughs> Bringing an air mattress to my house, it's insulting. Yeah. Bring water, too. We only got well water. Bring water to brush your teeth. I don't want you to get diarrhea. I mean... <laughs>
I mean, I, I heard of bringing your own meat, but your own mattress? Come on. <laughs> I know, right? I've been rolling with 50. Holy shit. You know? Unbelievable. So, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? I think he was probably saying to my sister, you know, your brother did the right thing today. I'm not, I'm, I'm not as mad that he made me barbecue the day before. But do you think these people are even having these conversations? I mean, like, we always, we always like uh, forecast what these people are doing after they leave our house, what they're yeah, saying, what right. they're doing. Is that because we would be saying that? That's what. Uh, yes, right. I, th- I mean, I got I such a great thing you're saying, bro. Because I made my gym, so I, my one of my guest rooms is now a beautiful boutique gym. You know, like I told you about. <laughs> so I gotta find another nice setup for my guests because I don't want them sleeping on the couch. Going, he's got a fucking room with a stairmaster that I can be comfortable in. But so I found a cove, and I've got this door I built on a, a sliding barn door on like a hinge. You know, it's real cool. I'm like telling Jackie, I got to finish this before they come. And she's like, why can't we just hang a curtain or something? And I'm like, I feel every guest needs a place at the end of the night to lay in bed and talk about all the problems they have with my house and me and my family, right? (laughs) 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 Right? You know, you say, thanks, everything's great. Then you go to bed and go, what the fuck? Oh, my God, do you see where they swim every day? They act like that seaweed's not even there. They just go right in that shit. <laughs> I'm extending <laughs> the courtesy. <laughs> the fact that you've thought so far in advance where they could have a private nook to rip your family to shreds <laughs> is, is hospitality <laughs> 101. I mean, what the fuck? You need to vent about the day's events to wake up and bright and fresh for a nice coffee with me. You can't be, you know, if I said something that bothered you or you don't like my some of my family, if you got to wait till you're driving home with your husband three days later, you know, you, you need you need to regroup every night. I feel that. You know? Oh no, bro, I, I totally get it, man. You yeah. need a good thirty to thirty-five minutes to go. Did you see that? What'd you think when when he said that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why did you say that? We said we weren't going to tell them that. Yeah. And listen, I like to think I love my sister. I like to think there's not much on the bone there, but I'm giving you the option if you want to. Yeah. And they always go, oh, no, you didn't have to make it so private. And then they're like, close the door. And they're like, holy shit. So, So, do you think that what we're doing is the norm or do you think what we're doing with talking about people when we go to bed oh, is a very minute group of people I, that I, are doing this i think it's minute bro i really do because uh you know i i mean even my sister i didn't hear any chit chatting i mean i thought i was like overhearing but i didn't even hear voices or anything I'd, I'd be even on a great day i'd be even if i'm saying great things about the family yeah you know? Oh, by the way, bro, this is so funny. The other day, Jackie and I are getting ice cream with Sadie at this shop sometimes we go to. And there's a couple in front of us, man, woman, two kids. And uh, the, and the guy's online in front of me. And I go to him. I look over at him and I go, I'm sorry. Do you mind me asking what you got? Because he has a cone. And he goes, this is peanut butter chip. And I go, oh, man, that looks fantastic. And he goes, and it's a medium. if you can. It's, it's small, if you can believe that, because it's so big. And I go, Wow. And then uh, 
I'm standing there again, and then his son orders mint chip, and I go, I don't know why. I go, that's a fine choice. And Jackie turns around, and she goes to me, are you with them? I go, what? She goes, are you with them? Are you fucking with them? You sound like you're with them. They think you're weird. They think you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then right at the end, when they left, the guy goes, Did, go with the peanut butter chip. And I go, I just think I might. She's like, and she and I look over her and I go, see, he was into it too. He was into it too. And she goes, no, he was saying it because he felt bad for you. I mean, it's like they're talking about you right now with their ice cream. They're like, what the fuck was that guy leaning over <laughs> telling my son he made a fine choice? <laughs> so, it's an ice cream so, shop. We're all happy. <laughs> <laughs> now, when something like that happens, when your wife kind of gives it to you, yeah. do, do you, is it combative or do you take it with a grain of salt or like, how do you? Oh, no, I take it. makes me laugh. I'm embarrassed, you know? Yeah, She's yeah, calling yeah. me on it, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's funny. Just, right just yesterday, the same thing with Sadie. <laughs> I'm waiting for her to brush her teeth, then she finishes, and I'm walking to bed, and I'm right behind, I'm waiting for her to walk to bed, and she stops in the middle of the hallway, and she turns around, and she goes, what are you, a prison guard? You know, and I'm like, oh, this kid's got it. She's got the, she's got the gift. She's got the gift. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys, just want to plug a few dates. Starting in September, I'm getting out there. If you go to pcorielli.com, you can see my calendar. I'm going to be everywhere from Portland to Dallas to Charlotte to Boston, Minneapolis. But right now, tickets just went on sale specifically for October 15th and October 16th at Bananas Comedy Club located in New Jersey in the shadows of the Holland Tunnel. I love this comedy club. I always have a blast when I play there. DJ Lou's going to be coming out. It's going to be a good time. And the other one I want to plug, excited for this one, it's called Ram's Head On Stage. It's a theater in Annapolis, Maryland, baby. I'm going to Annapolis, and I'm not even in the Navy. That's right. And that one will be again on November 27th. Also, while I have you, I want to mention all T-shirts have gone out. The P. Corielli t-shirt shop has officially gotten every shirt out. So if you don't have one by this Friday, the 23rd, and you ordered and paid for one, it ain't coming. So email me and we'll figure it out and I'll get it to you. But I think they all went through, baby. And I want to thank you all for getting them. It's been actually quite fun packing this shit and getting it out to you guys. We had to shut down because we ran out of supply. It was overwhelming. So we shut down. If you tried to order one, you may have noticed that. But we are officially back open for another two or three weeks before I go on my vacation. So we got the we got the, we got stock. We're ready to go. Sebastian's not even hearing this right now. I made a couple of custom tees for him, sending them out different colors. I know he likes his colors. But anyway, you go to pcorielli.com if you want to order the official the cast T-shirt. And thanks again for everyone who ordered. Now, come on, back to the show, baby. Back to the show. Now, I got a quick question, man. Fans have been awesome. I mean, the cast listeners are just off the charts. So cool, right? Everything is... I, I can't thank you guys enough for listening and everything. Now... 
this is the kind of stuff I feel like has you wondering too, like a little bit like I, I pull into the drive through the other day at Tim Hortons. Uh, it's pouring rain, actually, right? And I get in a small coffee, double-double. Timmy Ho's pull up to the drive-thru. The kid leans through. He's got to be like, I don't know, 18 to 20. Hands me As he hands me my coffee, he goes, just want to say my dad loves the cast. And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Tell your dad thanks. And now I'm driving away. And all I'm thinking is, what, what's your take on the cast? <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, it's almost like you're uh, going out of your way is saying, I, I didn't care for it. But my dad, what, 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 what am I, Barry Manilow? What the fuck is this? You bring up a great point because I've had this happen to, to, to myself where I'll meet a younger person and I go, my mom's a huge fan. And I'll actually say, what about you? Nice. All right. I like that. And then some. sometimes they're like, oh, no, I am too. But you're, my mom turned me on to you. This yeah, and that, the yeah. other thing. But I, I don't like, to be honest with you, is that line. My dad's a big fan of the cast. You got to come back with a second statement after that yeah yeah i right? agree i agree man i like the i like when i get the me and my dad love your stuff love the cast yeah that's yeah, like, yeah that's yeah. a bonding thing man that'll make that'll get me to park the car and come in and sign a cup yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> one last little thing oh, before yeah. yeah you can go into whatever you want no, again but yeah, i gotta yeah, yeah. i gotta ask you what you think uh, the perception my te Mercedes teachers from last year have of me. I meant to ask you this because of this situation, all right? So end of school, Sadie comes home with a special thing that they made for dad's, uh, you know, art project, and, and there's questions in it. And, like, one question is uh, three questions, and one is, what does your dad do that makes you laugh? Now, I remember about three weeks earlier, in the middle of the day, Jackie got a text from Sadie's teacher, and she laughed. And she goes, that was from Sadie's teacher. I can't tell you what it is, though. So apparently, what the text she sent at that time was what Sadie wrote in the project. So she wrote, Sadie, well, what is it that your dad doesn't make you laugh? And she goes, uh, it makes me laugh when my dad, oh my God, bro, pulls his finger and has me pull his finger and he farts. Right, which is something I do, right? But, <laughs> but it's, I mean, I go to my daughter, I go, of all the bits and stuff we do, you, you, you don't, your teacher thinks I'm a hack. Like, do you think, <laughs> do you think they think professional comedian and he's doing finger fart fucking? That's the. Yeah, no, I, I, that's what I thought. I, I mean, I, I, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Uh, can, it's so you, gross and disgusting uh, and hacky, yeah, right? I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm surprised you stooped to that level uh, where you're doing, like, basically. Uh, it's a cheap laugh, guy. It's a cheap laugh. It's, it's cheap. I, I, I got to admit, it's cheap. But listen, I'm not kids, saying. Kids love it, though, bro. It crushes. <laughs> no clash. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, you well, never do that. Wait, no, I, I, I haven't, I haven't done that. But here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. <sighs> my kids like watching this thing called Peppa Pig, 
Yes, yes. Okay. I know it. Now, Caruso, uh, yes, yesterday, I went to go get him out of bed. And sometimes he wakes up on the wrong side of the bed or he's just crying, right? I go to get him and he don't want to get out of bed. He's just like miserable, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, come on, Caruso, and all this and that. Like, Daddy, and I got, I'll do some goofy things to try and make him laugh. I'm not getting nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yesterday my patience was running thin, so I'm like, let me see what happens if I put on. And we don't do uh, a lot of iPhone and iPad. We just don't. We If they're going to watch Papa Pig, we'll put them down for maybe a half hour in front of the TV and say, all right, cut it off, let's go play. Right. So on my phone... I put Peppa Pig on, and through the bars of his crib where he's looking, I just put Peppa Pig on. <laughs> and stops, stops crying. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there going, I'm doing arenas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Dude, 20,000 people. Like, I got everybody's attention. <laughs> this kid, I can't, you can't get something cry. Peppa Pig, Peppa Pig does it. Is, is Peppa Pig drawing 20,000 a night? <laughs> oh my God. This is like, and you're getting a private show. You know, I don't even know what this is worth. It's like mind blowing. Like Bill Gates and Branson are the only ones who can afford this show I'm giving you right now. Oh God! Oh my God! Oh, that's man. hilarious, see, man! Fuck! See, that's why you know, and I'm saying, you know, you gotta sometimes you gotta lower your act. You gotta you gotta play to your audience. Yeah. That's why I do that I thing, and I shouldn't. It's tacky, you know. It's tacky. I, no, I mean, listen. You, I'm gonna fought anyway. May as well get a laugh out of it. It's like I'm no, leaving the room, you know. I get it. Yeah. And sometimes you gotta stoop lower than the the bar that you set to get the laugh. Yeah. But. You just wish that she would have said something like, "My dad, my dad does this thing where he acts like he's got another family." Uh, yeah, that's and, a great bit we do. And the teacher would have said, "What?" That's the mind of brilliance. I don't even know. My dad's got a bit where he pretends to be a killer that only I can hear the voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right? When he wanted me to eat vegetables, he'd put them on the end of a knife and stick it in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So many memories. So many, many memories. (laughs) Always fun hanging, bro. Fun (laughs) hanging. Here's one. Yeah. Before we leave. I was golfing up in the North Carolina with my father-in-law's buddies. Right, they're all sixty-five, seventy, whatever, older guys. Yeah. And uh, you know they all know each other, and we're golfing. Do you ever feel, since you're a comedian, that you gotta be like on for people, or they're gonna walk away going, "Fucking as a comedian, boring." It's an interesting thing. Don't you feel when you're in that environment, certain people like assume you're going to be funny. And then there are other people that if you start to be funny, you sense they're like, oh, I know it. He's going to try and make us laugh. And I, that, like like they, they're going to go home to their wife going, that's what's so sad about comedians. They just try to be funny all the time. 
you know? It's a tough call. It's a delicate dance. It's, it's a but you're a funny dance. guy just hanging out, though, so. Yeah, but you got to, like, get the right people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you got to look at, you know, what I do is I, I, I tend to be quiet in the beginning. Right? I, I, I kind of, like, size up everybody as they're talking amongst once, you know. Uh, and, and I found out that the less you talk, the better. And when you talk... It's got to be gold. So you, you you don't talk every hole, or you don't try to be funny every hole. Maybe you start off hole two, hole three, and then hole five, ba-ding, and they go, ooh, that's... that's. <laughs> yeah. So your whole thing, too, is you're making them think like, holy cow, man, this guy could have belted us every hole, just had us on the ground, but, you know, he would just come in and out. Thank God. I might have had a heart attack if he if he didn't <laughs> let off the gas pedal. That's, you got to pepper it in. I feel if you're doing 18 holes, you give four beautiful lines, and then you're golden. You don't got to constantly badger the people no. with, like, funny stuff. I just, you just, I don't know. But yeah. I also felt, I also felt that they were trying to be a little bit more funny than they normally are, because I'm a comedian. You ever get that? Uh, they're, they're... Well, that I could, that I could see, yeah, because they feel like, oh, he probably loves laughs. Let's, you know, we can, we can, let me show my funny. That, that, I just, I don't think they're trying to be funnier than us. I just think they figure comedians must always like to be having fun and laughing and joking. So let's do that. I was, uh, again, North Carolina. I, I met a guy. Uh, we were at a party. We were just hanging out on the patio. Nice guy. And we're talking and whatnot. He goes, let me let me, let me tell you a joke. I go, God, please, please don't. Please don't. You said that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. Why? That's uh, a- let me what? Come on, man. Yeah. Okay, just just be funny in the moment. We don't gotta go into like. Let me tell you, the joke. Man. I and he starts laughing. I go, listen. If you're gonna tell this joke, commit, commit to it. All right. I go. If it's got two people in the, if it's got, if it's got two people in the joke, you gotta change your voice so I know there's two people. You know. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. You're like, if you're gonna do it, do it right, or don't do it at all. Don't do it at all. Because I'm pressed for time. <laughs> Call back. So <laughs> he do, he does it. Now let me ask you this: When someone's telling you a joke, yeah, and and you've heard the joke before, right? Do you go? I, I've heard this one, or do you let him finish it out? I do the all. I heard it. I heard it. Ooh. I I'm sorry. I not only do I do I heard it. I do the punchline to let them know I heard it. <laughs> right? And then they always go, well, I heard it with apples instead of orange. Whatever, yeah, I heard the concept, you know. <laughs> there's, there's, it depends, too. Like, some guys could tell me a knock-knock joke. Uh, that's not even funny, but they well the way they tell Like, you know that guy, from uh, old friend of mine from Cash Cab, the host, Ben Bailey, the comedian? Yeah, yeah, Th- yeah. This guy, he could, he could tell a story, I mean, a joke, like a joke joke, so funny. Funny man, like just really gets into it, takes the pauses, does the different voices, you know. So I interrupted her. I said, "Excuse me, there is no way that you could know 
that this man has been beaten half to death. <laughs> the only way that we could know that for sure is if we were to beat him again. <laughs> so, you know, and there's very few people that tell it like that. So if you're not going to tell it like that, the joke itself has got to be so good. To, to, you know? Yeah. When you're telling a joke joke like that, and this is the problem I got, once they start in on the joke, if you don't get me within five to ten seconds, I tune out of the joke, and what I tell myself is, all right, when he's done talking, I'll give the laugh. Like, I literally, I literally uh, won't even, yeah. I really, uh, he'll go, da, 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 and I'll go, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't hear, the, didn't hear the joke at all. Well, right? yeah. When you get to 65 and older, you know, I had a two Fourth of July party, you know, this year. Where they're like, let me tell you one. You're like, oh, God. But, like, let me ask you this, bro. If, I'm gonna, if someone's going to tell you a joke and it's one of those, like, guy walks into a bar, which yeah. way right out of the gate are you more into? They go, I got a joke for you. So guy walks into a bar, right? And he goes up to or the guy who goes, so guy walks into a bar right like 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 already give it a little flavor give it a little view yeah. let me let me see you in this in the joke that's what i i'm looking for or you ever get a joke where they don't even tell you it's a joke and they just it's just they just do it and it's a it's a uh -huh. you know like it, it's it's they don't even preface it by saying and, yep. and, and i <laughs> i know not move <laughs> So, uh, guy walks in. <laughs> no, there's some jokes you could get away with doing it in the conversation, right? And there's someone you got to set it up. Anyway, this guy does a joke. I heard the joke. I, I, I've heard it before. But he's into it. So I'm like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it. There, there, there is an age. And at an age, I do let them go with the joke, yeah. Okay. So the guy's going with the joke. <clears throat> going with the joke. And I do this one. Have you ever done this? He gives me the punchline, and I go, it's funny. I heard it before. After he's done with it. Oh, no, <laughs> no. I don't. That's worse. Don't you think that's worse? Yeah, it is worse. But I gave him a compliment saying, I like the way you told it. Right? Did you say I, 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 yeah I, I said that because I, oh, right. I gave him the whole commitment thing I go I like yeah. the way you talk but but I heard that joke before and they go oh you did I said yeah yeah but I just wanted to hear you tell it I, I yeah you know you let them go through the whole thing but I feel if you cut them off yeah they lose that excitement they had to tell you I feel right. if they tell the whole joke, at least they're telling you during the joke that the, that the excitement, like, I'm telling the joke. I can't believe I'm I, telling the joke. Right? No. I, I Listen, you're bringing up a good point, but I disagree. Let me tell you for two reasons. One, the first reason is you're already letting them tell the joke. So why bother telling them at the end of it that you already heard it? Why bother at that point? That's because I, because I, if I, my reaction is not like what they expected. I want them to know I heard it. I know where that was going. That's why you gotta. Mm -hmm. <sighs> well, I. I, I <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're also doing what I'm saying by cutting it off, and the, and this is the second point I want to make about why it's important to cut jokes off that you heard. Because if you don't, everyone will be walking around every day just telling jokes left and right. 
Unless you've got one that we haven't heard, don't repeat it. We'll go nuts otherwise, man. So it's almost like it, we're policing it. You have to do that, man. You can't let a guy. Hey, come on, man. And unless yeah, it's no, a quick I, one that they, they say so fast that you don't even have time to tell them I heard that one a hundred times. Love a quick one. You know, yeah. Give me a quick one because once you start going through a story and yeah. he says, dun, dun, dun. so she's, that's it. I tuned out, okay? He yeah. lost me. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. How about this? When they, when they when they tell the joke and they, they do it like a, a silence, but it, it doesn't even deserve a silence. And you think that's the end? Oh my God, that's painful. Oh, and the, so and there's painful. more to, and then you laugh, and there's and then, and they think, oh, he's he's laughing even in the middle. I go, no, I'm laughing because I thought you were done. I know. I know, and it's 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 embarrassing that they can't even sense that your laughter is so yeah. fake. I know. In that moment, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh my God, he's faking my laugh. He thinks my laughter means more. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because <laughs> that's the only response they ever get in life is a fake laugh from people. They don't oh, even know God. what a pure laugh is. Oh, I know. Oh, shit. <laughs> I tell you, bro, though, and I know I brought this up four or five times, but that goddamn joke that Matt Damon told on Goodwill Hunting. I, every time I tell that one, it makes me laugh. With the punchline with the pilot, don't forget uh, the coffee. Oh, <laughs> perfect, perfect joke. You know, I was on this plane once, and I'm sitting there, and uh, captain gets on, he does this whole, you know, we'll be cruising at 35,000 feet, but then he puts the mic down, he forgets to turn it off. Mm -hmm. And so he turns to the co-pilot, and he's like, you know, all I could use right now is a fucking blowjob and a cup of coffee. So the stewardess fucking goes bombing up from the back of the plane to tell him that the microphone's still on. The sky in the back of the plane's like, hey, hon, don't forget the coffee. <laughs> oh, my God. What else did I have to tell you on that front with the whole thing about? How'd your golf you. game go? Did you, uh, you know, those um, uh, those guys, some of those guys, they play, uh, older gentlemen tend to play a conventional game, but by the, <laughs> end, by, but by the end of this game, you know, they won because they just stick to the, to the plan. There's no trying to bomb at 300 yards with Man. these guys. Well. This is down the pipe, 150 yards straight. Everything's straight. It's it's no excitement golf, but yeah. it's very efficient, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm looking for a guy that wants to kill the fucking thing and just, like, show me something. Like, crack, crack a hip or something. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm never, I've always wanted to play with the guy where, like, they come around the tree and go, I've only seen John Daly do that at this club ever once, you know? Where's that guy? Just blasting him. That's what I want to see. How, now, how's your drive these days? Are you driving further than ever before? Uh, good, well, I made an a adjustment. Drive? A friend of mine um, who's up there, who's the golf pro, he always kind of tweaks me when I go there, and he gave me a nice little note. And uh, that note gave me a good twenty yards extra on the drive, so I'm I'm not gonna anywhere between two hundred to two thirty on a drive. That's um, a solid drive, right? It's a solid. I mean, it's it's solid. It's <clears throat> I could I could probably get it up there. I mean, I, my hips. I got a problem with my hips. I'm not. I don't put my whole body into it. This is all upper. This is complete Italian upper. Body strength, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah. It, it, Italians tend to try to muscle everything with their biceps, right? 
There's yeah. no legs or hips involved. Well, even anytime I play sport, like, and uh, shooting a basket or something, and they go, use your legs. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Put the fucking ball uh, in between my feet and shoot it with my feet? I don't even know. <laughs> like, when you're swinging a golf club, use your hips, use your legs. What I, yeah. I got the club in my hand. <laughs> I swing that fucking thing as hard as I can. I don't know what's working and what's not. My body decides what it needs to use, <laughs> and then it uses that thing. You know, I'm saying shit. Use your hips That's more. It. What the fuck? I, 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 know. I know. I was like, my hips ain't holding the club. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What the fuck, man? It's go, like, yeah. Yo, you really got your leg into that one. I, I had no idea I did. I don't know what yeah. I did different than the last time. <sighs> I know they say like, yeah, you torque with the hips and put the right hip. And when you come down, I go, guy, hey, come on, man. It's a, you lucky I got my arms moving in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I'm surprised in the history of golf that, and I don't even know if this is legal that no one has ever decided to try and do the the technique like I think they did it in um, Happy Gilmore, like the run up and then <laughs> stop and blast. Is that even legal? I don't know if it's legal or not, but I'm often wondered, you know, golf, tennis, baseball. They have the like, uh, the batter gets up there, he holds the bat with two hands, and he swings. Is there another way to do that? Where we like, yeah, that's the way they started doing it. Right. But is there another way where you go up to the plate with one arm, you know, and right. then you? You crank it with one arm or with a club and do one a one arm shot. I mean, like, what if a guy gets in the major leagues? He's so goddamn strong. Standard bat is like a toothpick to him, and he literally just uses one hand, just sits there like blasting on the fly. <laughs> and they, oh, they they're gonna go. That's that's not really legal. Wait, show me in the book. <laughs> Whoever says I can't, I can't do that, right? <laughs> like 400 yards away is that good all right I, we got to apologize for not having the video option here uh it's it's all audio this week got to thank the listeners for bearing with us last week we took the holiday off but we are back we're in full bore i will be in uh new orleans houston and dallas this week smashinglive.com for your tickets great hanging <laughs> man We'll see you soon. <laughs> Later, brother. <laughs> the show has ended.